We're the legends of the stoop. We're here to advocate, educate, and inspire society. Coming at you live from the south side. Welcome back to Legends of the Stoop. I am your host, Mike Pernice. To all of our athletic and artistic listeners out there, we have some exciting news. Our guest from episode 26, Addison, or also known as Much X Love, the owner of Follow the Trees, Ride the Vibe, has uh, offered us a promo code of Stoop Legends. That's S T O P L E G E N D Z for a discount on all of their CBD products. I personally have been using the cream here uh, for helping with my knee surgery. Um, the therapeutic cream is awesome. And then I've also been using the CBD oil to help regulate my sleep as I am uh, suffering from insomnia. Great products, even better company, and even a greater owner. Uh, so make sure you use our um, promo code uh, to give yourself a discount on your first order. And today, visiting me on the stoop, I got DC. DC, how you doing today? Red is good, bro. What's going on? Not Thank much, you for man. Having me. Absolutely. You know, it took a little while to get you in here because of COVID, but hey, yeah, we're in man. here, we're live. Yeah, right. it's good. Let's weird times we're in, bro. Weird it time. is. It is weird times, you know? And it's just like, I think people need this, honestly. I think people need yeah. something I mean, to distract that's how them. I took it. Um, I don't know when it first happened when we were like two weeks in I was I had to like like look back and be like oh shit I need to break myself like yeah maybe this is a good thing I'm busting a curse in disguise or yeah something absolutely like that. so I ended up taking a break I'm still on a break now but been loading up content just yeah. studying doing research as much as I can do so when I do have a comeback it's just just write a just write a post shit right onslaught yeah no that's I feel that and you know I think this time has been you know obviously I'm not mitigating like all the bad bad shit that's happened with COVID and anything but overall like personally you know it's been pretty good for myself also gave me like time to like step away and like really kind of like a little bit of time to reflection yeah everybody needs that in their life I feel like too oftentimes we get caught up in social media or technology forget about the loved ones that we're next to or absolutely and then like we're so busy we're so focused on the you know, what's next what's next what's next you know you get caught up in that rush of life yeah that was me man the fast life i got caught up in that pretty fast yeah well i mean you're flying all over the country yeah. you know just like it's bad man. yeah <laughs> i mean on, i love the life man i love i love the life i have and experiences yeah i've lived so far but i was going down the deep path like a dark path for a while this that like i had um nothing like going for me besides work i had like no identity to me besides my work and my career yeah that's like something i had to take a couple steps back and be like uh who's dev without his camera you know that's a simplified metaphor for it but just gets the i don't know gets the best of you in your career yeah do you think like so like too much of your identity was like wrapped up in like your work oh for sure man for sure that's yeah but i put that on myself and i don't blame myself for it i mean uh, your career should be your identity if you are um, a sole proprietor of it. You know, I, I run um, my business out of my name. Right. You know, yeah. so it's hard to um, distinguish the two because my business is me at the end of the day. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's all good now. I felt like 
I went through like a little crisis a little bit. Um, I'm glad I took this break. I'm just buying myself even more. Yeah. I'm just taking more self-care, man. Staying hydrated. Sipping on some <laughs> cactus jack. <Yeah. laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys could see this, but it has, there's a cactus on it. So shout out to my boy Travis Scott, bro. Plug me in, dog. That would be legendary to do shit with him. That would be pretty. That would be pretty cool. I mean, f- from the looks of it, I mean, you might be there like next yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon. Uh, like a lot of people, like my list, people I definitely want to shoot with is um, the weekend Drake, um, Kid Cudi. Mm, I like Kid Cudi. Travis. Um, and then some of this like other legends, but I don't know if that will ever happen in my reach. One of my favorite photographers is the '97. He got to shoot okay, with yeah. Drake in the weekend on tour. His pictures are fucking insane. There's like black and white. Like, yeah. So clear, so crisp. Well, that like reminds me of that uh, Swally p- photo you put oh, up. Oh yeah. That Swally so one was that was throw it up, throw it up there real quick if you can, if you got that. Probably just get it on my Instagram real quick. That that was that so, picture was hard. So, that, bro, I have a video coming out actually featuring, um, like, this night. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get too distracted with the podcast, but we ended up hosting the um, after party for um, Tyler Yawa. Okay. Opener. Uh, fucking post, um, post, like, new artist, whatever. He's dope as well. Sway Lee was on tour with Post. Ended up getting to shoot him. I also brought my film camera as well. Yeah. That's that one. And then this one. Um, anyways, but this night I had to like, I thought I had a photo pass. They told me I had a media pass. I ended up sne- having to sneak in. <laughs> yeah. Crazy <laughs> night, bro. And, yes. but it was like, I snuck in. Like, of course that's not like, um, I didn't sneak into like a balcony shot. Like this is like yeah. me on the floor. Right. Like, like these are like thousand dollar tickets. And like, so what, how shooting at concert where you have like the media pass people that are right in front of the stage and it's kind of like their own section that um, carousels around the stage and then back you have the people that are allowed alcohol and like the standing room over okay yeah next to the stage and that's where I got the shot so I just like I always see like a field of stars when people are like I don't know if anybody's ever been to a concert and seen like everybody put up their fucking yeah. flashlight bro, but that's like the first thing that came to mind yeah dude that's hard that's really hard there's even um where's the other one? Oh, this one this Whoa. one was legendary. Okay. This yeah. one's even more. And I showed the before and after, so um that's the before bro. That's the like original shot. Okay. I come in, um, crop out like the phone. You see right there? Yeah. Uh, we have something to the right and then made it clear, leveled it out, added more stars, you wanna say it, or orbs, and then put some flares on them. Yeah. Popped it up. I think I also um, so spot. like, how long does it take? Like, did this like s- to me? I, I guess like I get. I don't know if it's simple or not, but to me that looks like a simple edit compared to some of the shit you've done. So like, how long does like something like that like take you? This and what one, do you use? This, uh, use all Adobe um, systems. So this one I think I did all on Lightroom, which I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have done it in. Photoshop, but I was doing it real quick on my uh, iPad just to like, you know, everybody knew I was at the event, so I knew they yeah. were like waiting on content, so I had to wait on the um, right opportunity to post and everything. So, um, yeah, everything was done in Lightroom in this. Um, I want to say the things I'm doing are fairly simple using mm-hmm. the tools, but it's a lot of repetitiveness. 
Uh, okay. Like we were like before we started, I showed you like the speed edit. Right. Like doing like the blemishes on skin. I mean, it's simple things, but I'm just, it's so repetitive. And yeah. I have to look back, taking a little minute. So I want to say like 40 minutes to do this photo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably less than that. Maybe less than that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, I mean, like, well, you said it, it before the interview started, like, you're, like, OCD, so, like, yeah, you wanted bro, to be my, perfect. I'm such a perfectionist. Like, Which is good, though. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get a half-assed edited it, it photo, gets, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's kind of, like, what I'm known for. I feel like I should be known for is just, like, my perfection or, like, this quality. Well, dude, we got the flag that you made. Like, yeah. look at that. That's sharp as shit. Shout like, Shout out. <laughs> rebranding, though. Rebranding, though. We are rebranding. We are rebranding. New flag coming soon. <laughs> flag. But, um, no, th- man, like, the, the speed edits that you've been putting up, I've been watching some of them. Those are really cool. Those are just, like, really cool in-depth. And it's, like, I think you said this earlier, you get, like, lost in it. You know what I mean? Like, it's something, like, good yeah, to just throw like on and just get lost in. Put one on right now. Yeah, the main purpose was, like, I, I had the idea of... Uh, before I took the break, I wanted to monetize every day okay. of making content. So I have a piece of content that I knew I was going to put out for that day and mm-hmm. be ready to put it out on that day. So I wanted to do like uh, like Flash Friday and that for Flash Friday to be a speed edit. So I just wanted to put out a speed edit every Friday. So people like watch before they went out or something. I don't know, watch on their lunch break or something. But it's yeah. like mainly like watching me do my thing and it being the music. Oh, it's not even coming up. Let me see. Hit uh, hit stop mirroring, and then go back. I'll ask you to answer another code. No, but the so like you said that during this quarantine, pretty much you've been like. Well, I know you took a break from social media. Yeah, right? still actively taking a break. So I've been dabbling back into it and trying to catch up with my people and. So with this, with this time then like spent away from the social media, what are we, where's this time going? Is it it more self to you, like focusing more on yourself and like trying to, like you said, you went through that little bit of crisis, like trying to flush that out before we get back into all this like toxicity of Um, like the normal routine or? Well, one thing I had to realize is that this life is something I signed up for and I'm meant for and I know I'm definitely on the right track of it it's like how I felt I felt like I didn't build the right personal foundation to take it on the right way because there's a lot of like nightlife that goes on where I get like I'll be at the club in LA till like two in the morning and then come back edit pictures and like have it do it the next day yeah especially I had like for example the one weekend I really realized it was like a fast life and I was becoming a problem was the weekend I had my event the endangered youth event the pop-up shop mm-hmm. That next day, I wake up early after I was got fucked up that night, like completely belligerated. Woke up the next day, I had to clean up the event space, and then I had a flight to catch at noon that I was late for. <laughs> and then I ended up like no sleep still. I ended up shooting for Wiz Khalifa that night. You remember seeing those? Yeah. And the next day, I had an event that I was getting paid for to shoot. It was just oh, like a whole weekend, man. bro. But the um people might think that's a good thing but like I'm so young and like I'm treating my body like it's a fucking punching bag yeah um I was just, for personally this for health reasons it's not good and then mentally all my relationships like go down the drain it's hard to like 
keep somebody in my life for how fast I'm fucking moving. Yeah. Well, no, I mean you're always on the you're always on the red, man. Like you're, it's like you have something. You always have something to do. You know what I mean? So it's like. I mean, I get, like, it, it, it can be very easy to get caught up in, like, the alcohol and, like, the after, mm-hmm. like, the after party and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I do it. Like, I go, right. I go to work tonight until 12, get off, go have a beer, and the next thing you know, I'm at Tilden until, like, 4 in the morning. Right, right. And I'm like, fuck, like, I didn't want to do this. Yeah. And but, the, why, uh, but it's, like, it's so, like, you want to blow off steam. And then it's like, in, because you have energy still left over, and right. you're trying to, you know, decompress. Yeah. But it's like, so you're like, all right, well, yeah, let's go out and have a couple of drinks. And then next thing you know, it's like, you, it, you, it always get carried away. Like, I don't care what anybody says. You can't just go to, to the bar, especially if you're with, like, your friends, and just have a beer. Right. Or, like, a shot. Well, here's the like, thing, though. I, I knew this about myself my whole life. I've always been an introvert, and... Like I told you this before, um, like I'm, I'm just like a single character in this yeah. movie I play. I, I have like acquaintances, friends here and there, but I'm mainly like by myself and I like it that way. I like silence. I don't like going out a lot. If I do, it's mainly like, I just call it politics, bro. Like people just see you out. <laughs> You're out there shaking hands. Shaking hands, people. kissing babies, you know right. how <laughs> You know, naked babies sometimes. <laughs> but honestly, bro, that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you have yeah. a career like this, you kind of like... I feel like a lot of my career is around people in the nightlife. Well, yeah, you got to stay vigilant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, the moment that you're not vigilant or, like, not in the scene you're gone like right. it's like you're forgotten almost right. which like sucks because like it's like you you're, you gotta find that happy balance mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like oh uh, like yeah alright so we're going out Friday maybe not go out Saturday right like or something See, you know, it's all like, the times I go out it's usually it's usually never for leisure I yeah. mean there's a lot of times my friend Joey Martinez shout out to Vandals shout out to the brand but um there's a lot of times he drives me out and it's just like we get a table and that's where this gets shit faced but it's like <laughs> he knows I don't personally like that I'd rather be home in the lab just like working yeah like, editing and stuff and, I um, mean it's good to blow off some steam but then yeah. it's like like I said like you gotta find that happy balance of blowing steam off and then getting carried away and just getting annihilated right you know what I mean and, and then falling into that loop right cause like once you get into it like that kind of like routine. Luckily, it's very hard to break. Luckily, what I mean by fast life is never um, using vices in excess, like drinking. I'm more talking about the routine of it. Yeah. Like moving through it. Yeah. A certain direction rather than like I definitely like I I don't dabble in drugs or alcohol, um, like that much. I want to say yeah. drugs. I'm, I don't do at all because I'm military. But besides that, drinking whiskey. He's my best friend, but... Whiskey? Yeah. What kind, what's your favorite whiskey? Everybody's gonna shit on me for saying Jack, but I've just always been a Jack guy. Yeah? Any variation, or are you just straight, straight old number... What is it, number seven? Number seven. Yeah. Um, I like honey a lot, but lately I actually got a wine client. I've been working for this winery. I've been getting into wine a lot. Ooh, okay. During my break, actually, when I posted about my break, I was in yeah. Atlanta, actually, and we went to the Georgia Mountains, okay. Blue Ridge Mountains, and we did this wine tour, and I was just like in heaven, bro. Yeah. That's when I realized, like, this is life. This is what, this is the difference between Dev and DC. Like, Dev can enjoy himself and, like, yeah. know his personal preferences and not have to make everything 
content. Like, I didn't have to take pictures of me being there. But I ended up taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, when I say that, let me defend my case. I brought my film camera. Yeah. I, I ended up dabbling film. I thought film would be the best way to, you know, keep, um, to preserve my, you know, my motivation and always shoot and stuff, my creative balance and everything, but also, I don't know, find myself a little bit. So I ended up shooting film. I've been getting in film a lot. Yeah. I actually got some of the pictures back. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Is this thing acting up? Nope. There it goes. Oh, 4413. Let's get it. Let's get her going. I haven't used this thing in months. Um, it works. I actually post for anybody that doesn't know. I post most of oh, my DMs. Don't check my, <laughs> my DMs are kind of popping. <laughs> um, we'll blur them out. We'll blur them out. out. <laughs> um, I saw a couple DMs in there and said, "Devin, why didn't oh, you hit me back?" Yeah, I'm the Cosmo. When I when I end up ha- when I end up having a podcast, I can't wait to like tell stories about like crazy like DMs. And stuff. Bro, girls in the city, I'm gonna say very vaguely, and I feel like any photographer can speak about this. Girls will DM you flirting with you just for pictures. And they say they don't, but it's a real, it's a real thing. And I can expose so many people for it, like this, all for like Instagram cloud, because they're yeah. Instagram clouds. Like, yeah, my mom's probably watching. Well, that. everybody's an Instagram model now. Oh yeah, everyone. Here's some um, pictures. So this is this Aerochrome. Is Aerochrome's like what um, people used to use back in the day to um, do like aerial shots. Yeah. For Lando, so these are like introverted. This is, if you could tell, like, right there's a cross. Yeah. Um, in the lower left there is, and the rest is, like, a vineyard. I don't know, flower right there. But I don't want to open my pictures because I don't know what's really going on in there, but... <laughs> let me see a bunch of things. So this is film. Okay. So this is That's expired true. film, which, like, I like shooting with because it adds, like, the flare that you see. Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah. That's blurry. Wait, go back to that blurry one now. I kind of fuck with that. Right. It looks like an album cover. It does. Um, let's see. Uh, this one was one of my favorites. Very gloomy. Yeah. You can see the blue in the... So where, where was this at again? Uh, blue Ridge Mountains in Georgia. Okay. Then more blurry. This was like a li- from the little town that they have had up there. Okay. Um... That one, I mean, you can maybe tell, but this is Ohio Pal. Like, up top, you can see the mountain, but down below is the water. Blurry, more of that. That one. Flowers. What's your favorite, like, environment to shoot in? Uh, depends what I'm shooting. I feel like, for my, um, for what what I do especially, um, it's very dependent on like what I'm shooting, whether it be like a prop or a model or. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like what what's like, like if you just sort of like, have nothing to do during the day, right? And like you can just go and like shoot. What would you go and shoot? Like would you go and like shoot like go on like a hike and like go and shoot like nature photos? Mm-hmm. Would you go drive around the city? And, like, if I actually felt like shooting and wasn't getting paid for it. Like, yeah, like just, just like just like a leisure like a leisure um, thing, I guess. Or would you not shoot and just like work and like do some graphic design or work with clothing? I'd like, probably just 
try to take like a self-care day if I had like nothing going on yeah because I, I rarely get to relax I'm up from like 6 to like 11 every night sometimes later than that a lot of times later than that mm. but um hmm you used to be outdoors and then becoming more of a city kid and knowing that I'm a city kid probably I like the nightlife a lot yeah I like going out at 3am when the sun's about to come up when we have like blue hour I like to call it blue hour Okay. And it's like taking the weirdest pictures. Like you meet the weirdest people. It's kind of creepy, scary vibes. But I love Pittsburgh at night, bro. Yeah. The colors are like very primary colors, very like purple, blue, Dude, hints of light. I need to get you up on my roof. Really? Dude, it's awesome. It's the. I took um. Well, I took uh Reg and Slink up there. Effort. Um, and we we did a, like a little. I have a little like Nikon. I don't know where it's at, but I have this like little Nikon like basic mom camera <laughs> I'll call it cause it's like, it's like yeah. what, you know. I mean everybody starts somewhere bro <laughs> one of the questions you sent me I was like oh shit he's gonna ask about equipment or something one of my first cameras was a Sony DSH 300 okay and that shit was my baby I'm just bringing out the YouTube videos again to play in the background but okay um that shit was my baby I got it when yeah. I was 15 and I thought I was like the hottest shit in the world <laughs> but then again photography back in the day i got bullied a lot in high school for like being a photographer and like being a artsy kid because i was still playing sports and really yeah i got bullied a lot in high school bro fuck everybody in high school <laughs> Dude. I just got judged a lot. Photography wasn't the, like well, the best way to run game in high school, bro. Now it's cool. Everybody in their arms is a photographer now. But back in that the day, was only I just get, used to get called a faggot for all of it. Three years ago, no, bro. That was yeah, like three, four years. Oh no, that's right. You're 21, but you graduated a year yeah. before me. So that's like yeah, I, four that's another reason I graduated early, bro. Just to like get away from the people. Damn, dude, I'm tired to hear that. No, bro, that's life. I mean, yeah, it is, but I, like... I mean, a lot of my success, I have to... Um, but I guess it's... Is that, like, a motivational, like... Yeah, that's what I use it for, bro. Yeah. Very, just like if you gotta use the dark energy for something. Can't just let it sit there. Right. So, alright, so... Then take me through, then, a little bit of Young Devin. Or... Young Dev. Just, um, like... Young DC. Yeah, just like work. So like you said, so you got this first camera. What fifteen? You said fifteen. What didn't grow up in the best of areas. Had a lot of like rappers or people trying to be rappers. Mm. Um, spent a lot of my early days in Northview Heights. Okay. Um, so grew up around Stunna and them, Stunna Two Five. Mm-hmm. And um, was taking pictures. Did one of my my first music video. I started out with the camera. I did for a hundred bucks, for this dude named Retro Rizzy. He still raps a little bit, but he's like under Son of Two Fly. Okay. Um, but when I first got the camera, I was taking pictures of like everything, like abandoned buildings, flowers, just thinking I was like the most artistic person in the world. Like I was the next Andy Warhol. Yeah. Like everybody, you know. It. And then I realized people, like I said, I started realizing people will um, actually pay for services. So I actually wanted to like perfect what I was doing and mm-hmm. care about what I was doing. and when I got into um, music videos, this is when I leveled up and got like a T5i. Okay. Um, well, I did a couple of music videos, got paid for it, and then when I was doing music videos, I also noticed people need cover art for the songs they're doing, so it was like that. Like, I was just a hustler growing up. Bro. Yeah. That was like my teen years. So did you, like, in high school, did you take, like, in, did your high school, like, offer any, like, classes that, like, We like had a this, Photoshop or? class, but it was like, we had this, like, it's like how to cut stuff out. Like, bro, I'm all self-taught. Yeah. Okay. That's something I'll die by. Like, 
yeah. I'll stand on my own two feet by that. Like, even though I'm still going to college and everything, that they haven't taught me shit. I've, YouTube University taught me how to do it most of, most of my Dude, time. Dude, honestly, YouTube, like, I've got so invested into YouTube. Yeah, we'll let you figure this out. What? This. Uh, so I got so invested into YouTube over this. Like, I've always been a YouTube guy, but, like, I've gotten really invested into it during this quarantine like I started watching what was it called like Real Vision I think is the channel Mm -hmm. and it has um basically like it'll have on like people like you know like Mark Cuban or uh Carl Bass and like all these like you know entrepreneurs who are like very successful and like they basically just talk about like their marketing strategies and business plans like where they're investing their money and like that kind of stuff and you know i've been watching a lot of it and then also too like just jumping on like and watching random podcasts right you know i mean see what other people are doing get other ideas i mean youtube is just like youtube was definitely my best friend growing up like i said i was very much a um, loner like introvert so i just watch youtube videos music videos all the time grew up on like underground hip-hop and most of these guys have made it now but like we have Logic, Mike Stud, Kyle, um, Huey Mack, who else was underground at the time? Kid Cudi before he was like really breaking off. Yeah. Um, Drake in the basement, Party Next Door when he was in the basement, Weekend when he was first coming up. I was just on it, I was on a bunch of blogs, music blogs. But YouTube in general, I used to just like watch. What I really wanted to get into was like, become a YouTuber, okay. then I watched it, it was like so saturated. So now yeah. I want to get back into it and be like, fuck it, I don't really care about how this thing be me, I'll be okay. Now, did, do you find it as like, what? what's like your best marketing strategy then? Because like you do like, a sh- first off, go through and tell everybody like all the services you offer. Cause um, I think that's important. I, don't th- I think a lot of people just lot, think you do bro. photography. There's a lot. Um, anything photography so uh, I mean we could say photography alone that comes into like portraits business um, like um, product product shoots or um, I don't know even when we're coming down to portraits sometimes it's conceptual stuff sometimes it's fashion stuff sometimes it's senior pictures anything photography wise I've done it I want to say I've done it all Um, graphic design I've done anything from logos flyers business cards um, videos I've done Commercials. I just did a pizza commercial this week for somebody downtown. Okay. Done a bunch of restaurant commercials. Music videos I've done. Um, visualizers for artists. I've done documentaries before. Um, anything you can really think of. And then motion graphics. I can do anything motion graphics. It's just hard to like put everything in one. Like, like one, one box. And yeah. then we can get into social media. I do like that's the majority of the way I make my money. Social media management and this content creation. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Last two years been stepping in clothes. Now I own two clothing lines. Vandalism and endangered use. So. Yeah. And then I'm talking to some people um, in LA, a company called Dead in LA. I've been doing some of their designs. Okay. I can show you some of the concepts actually. Yeah, go for it. Let's see. So Vandals is ran by you and who else? Uh, Joey Martinez. Okay. That's my guy. As much as he's a dickhead all the time. <laughs> These are just concepts. Okay. So, my style in general, my soul in general, is like very vintage, um, 
retro. I like referencing to stuff of innocence. So this is like um, the classic duck, but if you can see, there's dollar bills up there. Yeah. Um, the guys like wanted the theme to be like cash money, but we see the Monopoly guy in the car right there. These are just like rough concepts. Dude, these um, are cool. Oh, I like this one. Yeah, I had a guy end up picking this one up. I think Joey ended up picking the design up. Yeah. Um, this is the one they took though. Oh, okay. Um, so from here, I mean, we'll take a bunch of different directions, color palettes, t-shirts, but as you can tell, I put on like kind of like a mineral rust t-shirt. Yeah. It's not like a pitch black t-shirt, it's kind of like grungy. Um, and then they also want like shorts to match and slides, so it'll be like a set. I like the cigarette smoke. It just looks so natural. I just wanted it to look like, I don't know, I wanted it to look definitely like a illustration, but we'll probably put texture on it as well to make it grungy. It'll look like you just picked up from a thrift store rather than like being a brand new shirt. Yeah. I try, man. <laughs> you know, this being alone, like I said, I, I reference it a lot. I just being alone and being an introvert, I stay to myself and I realized like knowledge is power. I have like a brain tattoo. Yeah. Like knowledge is power. Okay. Um, as corny as it sounds, it's just like you're better off. The more you know, you're better off. You're, the more money you can make. Yeah. I just realized at a young age, I started like selling candy bars in school, cutting grass, like, um, you know, snow removal, anything I could make money from. I was yeah. doing it. Well, no, I mean, it's definitely, like, you definitely have that hustler mentality. But, like, what what I've also noticed is, like, what's kind of different from most is you're very, you're kind of, like, we're very similar. We're both, like, I feel like kind of like this. Like, we're not, we don't get too excited and yeah. we don't get too low. We're just constantly, like, just flowing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I think, uh like speaking on towards like your your self-care and like your your mental like crisis thing mm -hmm. like dude that we've all been there we're right, all there. right like i'm in that's one thing i'm, I'm, in, therapy. I'm in therapy right now like, that's one thing i didn't know. realize and that's why i really um started what potential span was calling me that's really why i um started the endangered youth um clothing brands like back in the day my main goal was to become uh, like a clothing brand owner or clothing designer mm -hmm. in the fashion and then I ended up picking a camera and I lost my path of wanting to do that but I always knew I wanted to be about mental health and I realized for my crisis alone everybody I thought saw me as like a superhero that was invincible and I was just doing all these things incredibly with like no pause or um, no break in the rhythm of my step so I realized I had to realize I'm not Batman and I could have my dark days and this like yeah relax a little bit yeah take obviously. some me time just watch cartoons you know well yeah it's important it's really important because like you know like it got to the point with me you know that i've been neglecting myself for so long that i almost like kind of tricked myself into thinking that i was fine right you know what i mean like i got to it got to the point where you know you're so you're so, you're so caught up in that, like, routine, right, you know, of every day, like, you know, waking up, going to school, or going to work, whatever right. it is, whatever your daily routine is, and, like, you get so caught up in that, and then whatever other, like, obligations that you've signed on to, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's volunteering, whether it's, you know, you gotta go to the gym, this you gotta thing go work out. Life, like, man, I, it's definitely, um, our culture 
our culture and society is everything that forms us as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have been, the pressure has been put on us by our parents to be something, be something, be something. And to be something, you always have to be doing something. Yeah. Um, and, and there's so much to do. Yeah. And there's so much to do, even when you think you're not, um, even when you think you're doing something, maybe you're not doing it with the right person, or right. maybe you're not doing it on the right platform. Maybe know? that's not even what you're supposed to be doing. Right, and that's something I've realized, man. I was doing too much for other people. I was working with all these companies. Yeah, I was making great money. I was able to buy a couple of nice things, but my soul was not happy at all. Yeah. I, like, lost myself a lot. But now I'm, I'm glad I got myself in kind of, like, a routine, routine of success. Yeah. Especially these uh, last couple of... Um, weeks I've been planning out um, like a comeback and okay. it to be something big so yeah. I've been planning out videos and I've been calling it sicko mode because I have like a recipe of success I've been waking <laughs> up like 6 a.m. going to sleep like 11 a little past that to like just make sure I'm doing everything I can like living this life with purpose but like my purpose yeah nothing on like societal standards so what do you think then your purpose is or where where, where do you where are you at right now on that my purpose I'm not going to give a corny answer and say it's something to the world and society because I think that's just like a blanket statement everybody uses. I think my purpose, I've noticed, is to make Pittsburgh something bigger than people realize. Mm. I want to turn Pittsburgh um, into something exciting people look forward to in the nightlife. Yeah. Changing like the dynamics of this, how we run culture here. That we're more than this... Um, a steel town full of like bars and football, you know? Yeah. I want to do something more in the nightlife. I want people to be more social. I want people to talk more. I want people to like feel good about going out and not having to wear just like, I mean, there's nothing wrong about wearing like blue jeans and like as a t-shirt going out, but like feel good about yourself and have pride of what you're doing in the city and do it in a clean matter. Like you don't have to like backstab people to do shit. You don't have to like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting on a tangent now, but I feel like the way we run stuff in the city is not modern at all. You know, we, I've been to so many other cities and I see what they're doing and every night they're doing something different and exciting because they're open to change and Pittsburgh's not open to change at all. Yeah, I mean, definitely change here comes slow. Yeah, right. Change here comes slow. I mean, you know, we, like, the, like the restaurant and like bar industry here, in my opinion, is air flooded. Like, I think we have too many bars and restaurants downtown. Yeah. And, like, w- when, like, COVID hit and, you know, now that things are opening back up. Like, I, my job's downtown at Siena. And, like, you walk down Penn Ave and you just look and it's, like, the majority of storefronts that are owned in downtown are restaurants and right. bars. I mean... And half of them are still not even open. Right. So it's like that. I think our thing was like we wanted to make Pittsburgh a nightlife, like place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I started building all these condominiums and like high-rise apartment buildings and stuff to make people move into the city. But now there's nothing. But to do. now there's nothing. Like, what do you do? I mean, like, there's to me. I feel like like you don't even have a great. You don't have the. You don't even have the infrastructure, like the public infrastructure, to make the city like flow right right you know what i mean like we have a t that only runs what to the south hills station square 
You have three stops in town that you can walk faster mm-hmm. to than you can going on the T right. in the North Shore. Come on. Right. That's it? The way I look you at it. Like, you gotta expand, man. The way I look at when I was th- when I'm thinking about changing culture or like nightlife in Pittsburgh, mostly nightlife and events. I just want to make it an exciting place. Mm-hmm. My boy Cody Baker does a um, good job right now with events. Like he does a crazy good job. But I want to, um, the way I think about nightlife in Pittsburgh is like, there's way more, like you said, than going out and eating. Yeah. So it's like, I think, uh, I think of it as like a date. Like if you go on a date with a girl, you're not just going to dinner. Right. She wants to walk around. She wants to do something. She wants to go see a movie and dinner. Like. What can replace a movie and be just as fun and be different? Art galleries, like events, social meetings, social gatherings, like curated events. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe it's like a movie night somewhere else, or maybe it's like, I don't know, a performance. Like a movie, movie at the point. Like, right. Yeah. And like all the, uh, even our music scene in Pittsburgh is growing, and we have a, like a new wave of rappers and um, artists coming up. I'm like, most of my best friends are artists. I want to say like all of my close friends, besides mm-hmm. a couple, are uh, artists, but. Even making that exciting, not like a corny thing to go to. Like it doesn't have to be corny to go through and like support people. Just make it something to do. Yeah, I think one thing too that like Pittsburgh kind of lacks is like a like a good like I don't want to I don't want to say club, but like a good like music club type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know. It's like, I, I just like... Tilden does okay, but sometimes they get weird. Tilden, the only problem I have with Tilden some, some is... things about Tilden, bro. That's just so <laughs> The only problem I really have with Tilden is just like, it's the same... It just sounds like the same soundtrack is playing there every night. It's like the... Yeah, it's just... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, I like EDM. I like how... Like, don't get me wrong, but like... It's the same track list, like, every night, it seems like, is being played. Right. You know what I mean? There's no, like, very... Like, it doesn't vary much. But, like, what I kind of, like, envision is, like, a club would be, like... All right, so, like, take the racks, right? Mm-hmm. Take the racks. Like, yeah. the, the, the concert venue part of the racks, right? And then imagine if you had that in the back part of your building. And then the front part, you had, like, your, like... Cosmo, Jimmy D, Foxtail kind of vibe, right? Mm-hmm. You got the bar, you got the club right. kind of aspect up in the front. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people can hang out, like, drink there or right. then filter into the back to the concert venue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, we don't have something. We don't like, have anything on that scale. No. Like, we don't. And that's what, that's what I feel like is missing is, like, that, that, that joint, that, that, like, joint, yeah. like, even establishment of like a foxtail mixing in with like a, a the Rex or you know right. Mr. Smalls or something like that. That's that might maybe something Rex could do, but as far as venues, bro, you know I've had to work with a bunch of venues. I've had to reach out to a bunch of places, whether it be for like a musical event, galleries, photo shoots, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're like barren and not in Pittsburgh. They're yeah. so hard to find. That's, I can't. That's what I'm saying. Like you build all these bars and restaurants, right? But where's your entertainment factor? Right. Your entertainment. Like, you haven't put any money into the entertainment side yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's great. We got all these bars and restaurants to get a drink. You go and North Shore, you have, like, um, Stage AE, but even that's, like... But even but that's not really... That, those guys are, like... What, what I'm thinking of big. a venue, and, like, the Stage AE is still, for me, like, that's for mainstream artists. Like, mm-hmm. you don't... Like, you're not going to go... I mean, like, people would, but, like, you don't hear of, like, a local Pittsburgh 
like right. artists like getting stagey time you know what right. I mean unless it was like Mac or Wiz but like I'm saying like somebody who still isn't like up and out of the city yet mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's no like good spot for the these people like the underground artists to go and perform at in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and I think that's why the music scene and the like entertainment aspect of Pittsburgh is kind of like stuck it's mm-hmm. behind by like it needs to catch up to where the bars and restaurants are now. Right. Like, there's such a big gap, in my opinion, between the two that it's like, like I said, yeah, like, let's go to North Shore and, like, get shit-faced at Tequila Cowboy or come down the South Side and, you know, go right. to Mario's, whatever. But it's like, okay, well, what else besides the drinking can right. people do? And the only thing we could ever do to push the culture is to have the events and bring them to a platform that's big enough so there is a demand of space. So it's, it's brought up in the yeah. town officials' like faces that, oh shit, this is going on, this is actually good for the people, people are liking this, this is a safe environment, people are having fun, it's healthy dynamics, it um, brings morale to the city, so I mean, now we just need to give them something. Yeah, I mean, they something. need to come up with something because people still, like, people don't like to come to the city. No, like people do not like to come. I mean, we both even like driving into the city. I was like with my parents. Yeah, driving back to the city, bro. There's nothing like coming in if you're coming like southbound, like fifty one or like seventy nine. Like that's cool coming to the city, or even twenty. Like coming back from twenty eight, coming into the city. Like you get to see the skyline and the buildings. Like you come through the tunnel. It's a big like city, gold bridges. I mean, yellow bridges and everything. But like coming from any other direction, bro, the city's ugly as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I love my city of death, bro. Like, it's ugly as fuck. It looks like I'm just like I'm a movie character that's like driving into like a morgue or like a funeral home. Like, everything's so sad and depressing. Yeah. No, it's like I mean we still got a lot of ways to go here. I mean, like I said, I think I I just think what needs to happen is like if like some more venues opened up in terms like I think like North Shore needs, uh, like needs an underground music venue. Southside, like the Rex, like needs some work done to it. Like right. it, need, it needs revamped. They even have like mid level artists there. They don't even really. Uh, I can't really speak too much about it, but I feel like they don't have the new wave of the actual city coming. They just have touring acts. Yeah. Coming. Yeah, and that's like that's what I'm saying. Like where if I'm a, if I'm a Pittsburgh artist, where do I perform at? Right. I mean, Mr. Smalls. Right. I remember being part of, like, the new wave of musical artists and having all the friends, even, like, lost friends that are musical artists because it's, like, how life goes. But we used to have shows, um, you know, the illegal guys, right? Mm -hmm. We used to host shows there. Like, we used to have packed, bro. Let's have a great time. We thought we were just part of something bigger, and then it becomes bigger, and then, I don't know, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. We have to keep on having there, and then people, like, die off. They understand, like... Nothing gets illegal, like, we've had our troubles or whatever, um, me and the legal guys, but, like, once people experience the space so much, and, like, and it's the same experience every time, they're looking for something different. They need a new space, something bigger. Right. But, yeah, yeah. there's enough, there's, and, that, and that's one thing that would be cool to see, like, some of these restaurants and bars that, like, when they're coming back from COVID, if they, like, rec- if they've recognized this. 
And if, like, hope, if you're gonna but... see some more like stages being put in, like even just temporary ones being built or right. something, or just a space out. Even that's that's what illegal did at the time, man. They were like, hey, we used to do some events, and it's like, okay, we're gonna put a whole like side stage. It's not huge, but bro, we got the job done. Like, we yeah, got some bangers in there. Yeah, and that's that's that needs to happen more though. Mm-hmm. And like it needs to become like a prominent thing here for people to right. really catch on and for it's a cycle, bro. It sucks. Yeah, like, this being in the city and being a career in the entertainment industry, which I I would consider myself in, it's like being in the field. It's like, jeez, sometimes you just reach a brink of anything in the city. Yeah, and it's like you question yourself: Do I move to LA? Is it really worth the hype? Like everybody t- says, get your dream job in LA, go pursue your dreams in LA, but it's like. I don't know whatever happens to your city in the background right like why do i have to move and i've always um stood strongly behind that but lately i've been like jeez people might be right <laughs> it might it be might a while be right, before but we change I, I take everything with a grain of salt and i was like oh shit I, I could do this in the city myself but i don't know i feel like right now my main goal and purpose in life is to build a platform in the city for myself for my brands um to get a following going and then transition that into yeah. a larger scale see and i think the thing is too and this was the reason behind starting the podcast was like pittsburgh in my opinion is a very supportive city very yeah. su- very community very like supportive at least when in- they want to be and if it's the right person it's right. the right stand i wouldn't say that generically that they're very supportive they're very supportive if it's um if it's something they can identify with if it's something they can identify with and it's something they see their friends do. People, it's hard for people in the city, and I stand by this, and you can like quote me by this. It's hard for people in the city to go and support something individually unless they have somebody else to go with. They, it's hard for them to support anything and to show love on anything if they don't see other people showing love on yeah. that as well. Yeah. It's hard for somebody that people have so much pride in the city because they care about everybody others, everybody else's opinion that they can't like shoot a comment here I like because they know somebody's gonna see that. And even if they're seen as being like the lone, the loner or the like, um, I don't know, the loner or the different person in the pack to support somebody that's different, they're gonna get shit for it. But is that a city? Is that the city thing, or is that I more, think it's definitely a city thing. Or is that more of a societal been, thing I, because of social media and because of like wanting to protect your image? It, a good portion is probably a societal thing, but growing up in Pittsburgh my whole life, it's always been that. Yeah. Even if we go down to the suburbs I bet it was probably like that in like Plum where you went to school right. stuff it's like I don't know people don't like different in this city at all and I think that's what it comes down to if they see people supporting different they're not going to support it unless yeah. they see other people I think a lot them. of it is because like a lot of our cultural like heritage and like just like our history right. in general is just like people love to cling to the past right especially here like mm-hmm. I mean you look like you know people people still rave about the four Super Bowls we won right I've started people talk more about the 70s Super Bowls than they do the 2000s Super Bowls what a time to be alive man. let me say that <laughs> those guys would probably score a touchdown and be like fuck I'm the shit and they know they're going back to string fucking <laughs> um, rolling rock and snort cocaine off the fucking girl's asshole. Yeah, but then, and then like getting ready to go work in the steel mill like the next right, day because like they didn't make money. I mean, this area fucking bursts fucking workforces, bro. Yeah, and that's why I love the people that are some of the people um, that are birthed here, the noble pe- people. But if you're a sheep here, I hate you. 
Yeah, everybody's like the same. What were we talking about though? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, you mentioned the Super Bowls. What I wanted to mention was, um, I think we need to give people, like, too many people want to drink and talk about the old times. I want people to drink and talk about the new times. Yeah. I want people to talk about, like, shit, do you know what's happening here? Like, did you hear about this new place opening? Did you hear about this pop-up shop? Did you hear about this, See, like, event? And that's that's where, like, I saw, like, a need, and that's why I started this, was because, like, I was, like, I sit here, and I was sitting, like, literally was sitting on the stoop with my landlord and my friend Nico, and we were just hanging out, and, like, I looked over to directs and, like, saw there was a line, and I asked Jeff, I was, like, yo, like, yeah, what's going on down here tonight? And like, he just happened to know. And I was like, well, how do you know? Like, where do you get this information from? He's like, honestly, dude, it's like kind of just because I'm just like from living yeah. down here. Like, so is just that what you really want to come into? Is like a pla- like a platform news news surface of Pittsburgh? No, I guess like because that's I don't want to say news that's because like inside, yeah, I wanted to start because like news to me sounds like. No, I get it. Like a, this, I would like, call it like a platform. Yeah, it's basically you know what I'm like. Obviously, like I got my niche in the music and like in the fashion and stuff like that. But basically, what this is and with the whole rebranding, it's an open mic forum, mm-hmm. right? This is an inclusive, safe space for people to come speak their mind. You know, if it's promoting, advocating, you right. know. Or just wants to come and like share a personal story, like something like that right. they just need to share with people. That's what this is for, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm trying, and what I'm doing is like I'm branching out and reaching out to other people within like different industries within Pittsburgh because I want to know where your pop up shop is. Right. I want to know. I want to go and support because that's the kind of things I'm into. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I've had before this and like really get into this was like. I'd find out about it like after it already happened right. you know what I mean that's awesome times and like so like there was none of that there was nothing in my opinion at least that I could find in Pittsburgh that I could go to like this website or go to this person's Instagram or something you know what I mean some platform and find out oh like hey these three artists are performing at, uh, you know, such and such, right. and this per- this artist is having an art gallery down on the, in East Liberty, or this pop up shop's happening, you know, like that type of thing. Like that's you, you where know complex. Have you heard complex? I've heard of it. Complex is like uh, the news for music, fashion, art, sports, uh, but like a national level, mm-hmm. just like the culture. I want to say. Yeah. I wanted to start a platform that is that for Pittsburgh. Not it's not gonna be a podcast or anything, thing, but it's just a platform. Yeah. Like literally, the social media page would just be posted everything. But I want to do it in my like clean OC like OCD marketing branding way. So we right. like be be called something and then host like the podcast for people. Okay. You know what I mean? So we'd be like, oh, yeah, support this dude. He's going to give you the 411 about what's going on here. Right. Here's what's going on in this art gallery. Here's what's going on with these artists. And we'd, like, call it something. But that I think that is um, doing that. And if I were able to start that, it's going to be the way I do establish my legacy in the city. Because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, my main goal is to establish a legacy up there with some of the greats in the city do something like that I'm good at yeah 
Red, put your trademark on it. Red. I feel like the greats in the city we see is like Wiz and Mac, of course, because they made it with their music and um, rest in peace, by the way. And all praise to those guys. But I feel like um, there's nobody that has really made a mark in our um, generation that's done something different than music. In our generation? Yeah, 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 from yeah. the city, and I want to be not something. That, not that I know. And of even if it, even like all praise the people that are making the music, but I just want to be the person that does it. That's not music. Yeah, you know, I want to do. I want to be known as the person that kind of like did it all. We have John Geiger. Shout out to my boy John Geiger. That's doing a um, bunch of drops and stuff. He just did um, collection with my boy Cody Baker. They did a shoot, but mm-hmm. he's a fashion designer. He, he's done really well. He's working with a lot of celebrities, but. I want to see that still be based in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he does a lot to give back to Pittsburgh, and he does um, a lot to do for the city. He shows a lot of inspiration, but I still want to be have my own two feet in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, I think there's a like this whole kind of like idea that like you gotta leave here to make. There it. definitely is, bro. And I've been realizing that it's kind of it's, sad, and it is sad. Like, and I'm like, but why? Why do we? What are we missing that we... I'm, I'm that writing a book right now, bro, and I'll be honest with you, and a big portion of that is to know yourself, you have to put yourself through discomfort, and sometimes discomfort has to be um, the immensity of life. And what I mean by immensity of life is understanding that there's more to a place, and there's more to this world slash universe than the people that we see every day. It's more than this city. Right. So if you put yourself in a weird place like L.A., you're going to see... Um, black, white, purple, tall, skinny, fat, anything, right? Um, and something that might not be something you're used to in your regular city. So even that little bit of uncomfortability, you're open to more optimism and your mind expands on a higher level. Mm-hmm. I know that it might sound deeper, but there's more that comes to it. If we put ourselves in a box like a city, even if it's not the exact shape of a box, the metaphor is if we put ourselves in that box and we don't experience or know what's outside of the box, we don't grow at all. No, it's kinda, absolutely not. It's kind of like the corny metaphor people use all the time. It's like you put a shark in a four-foot tank, it only gets like three feet yeah. long. If you put an eight-foot tank, it gets like bigger. You know, it just grows to its environment. Mm-hmm. I think that this holds true to life. Yeah, the whole... I, I like what you said about the whole, like, putting in box. There was this... Um, there's this theory that I was working on. Uh, I'm back, I'm still working on it. Um, it's like a, a little bit of a research project I started uh, last fall um, in one of my courses that I've continued on. And it's like, so I study, one of, the, one of the philosophers I really got into at an early age in high school was John Locke. And uh, like his whole thing about like, your perception is like, you know, based off of your experience. And that's why like, you know, you and I can like go and watch a movie and like have two complete different opinions, right? right? Cause we bring in our personal biasy, right? That also that automatically puts one lens over how you're watching right. the movie. And then if you don't like the main character, but you do, there's another, you know what I mean? So like what, what, what is, been done and what I've seen is like labeling right so this the brain likes to categorize everything puts everything in order right so you know you look at if you just look at somebody like you and I like you see okay they're white they're male um so like 
immediately first thing that comes to my mind is like all right privilege you know probably comes from money you know what i mean right. like that stigma that is associated with these labels right gets passed on to the individual which then breeds um separation right this like right. this divide within society mm-hmm. and it's all based upon these labels that we like to throw out there even like such as like republican or democrat right like you like if i say republican to somebody they might give them a fucking heart right. attack you know like and not to get too deep about this um or not like too much in the subject because i'm very like secluded in my brand about opinions about politics and stuff but I feel like we're just taught that at a young age to be separated from everything. Boys, girls, black, white. Um, I mean, even at an early age, how many times do you remember like filling in with your number two pencil on like the PSSA or something like that, like your gender? Yeah. You or know, even like, like you're why? standing in the bath, like your, your, your teacher brings the class to the bathroom and she goes, all right, boys on this side, girls on this yeah. side. And I can understand the gender thing. Gender, I, I think I'm using it for the right word. The, separation in general but I feel like people are just blowing out sometimes but um, like how does grading the test how is that like defined by like why do you need my like race and that well, it's, that, like, yeah it's all that keeps it's all for like statistical purposes right statistical but that's, that's the only thing they use it is stats but they use these stats for marketing purposes oh yeah it's like anything like when you sign up for an app or they get all your stuff and they, yeah. they know who's watching what video and they're gonna keep on feeding you that well, that's like, so you like honestly that's like I remember like when I was applying back in high school when I was applying for colleges and I was applying for like scholarships and like you know stuff like that I'll be honest on every like form that I had to put in where it asked for my ethnicity I just put other hmm. I just kept putting other I don't know what I am I mean yeah I appear white but hmm. like I don't know. I can have, like, everybody has some trace African-American in them, right? Because mm-hmm. Africa is the mother continent, Pangea. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Right. I don't know what I'm, I'm other. Yeah, it's weird times we're in in general, man. It's like a lot of, like, um, people are just, I feel like, a lot of third eyes are opening. Yeah. Um, so people are just opening up to a lot, reflecting to a lot. I think people are just tired of bullshit. Yeah, I, man, think, I think that's what time. it is. It's just repeats itself. You know, I think people are tired of bullshit. I think people just want to be... I wish, like, people would just be just straight with you. You know what I mean? Like, just... Yeah. Just why can't we just be straight with each other? You know mm. what I mean? Don't, don't play games. Don't beat around the fucking bush. Tell me what the issue is so I can solve it. You know what I mean? Like, There's just so many underlining things, man. It's just, like, one, well, greed... Obviously, yeah. Like, I had to write a paper in um, college. I hate college, by the way. I'm not writing anything. <laughs> but I will say this, man. I, I I have proof for this. I'm still on like a 4.0 honors grad. So there we are. Um, even though I hate it because it's too easy. It's just like, <laughs> but I had to write a paper and I hated history growing up because all my um, professors were like really nerdy and they'd wear their glasses on here and grade papers like, you know what I mean? Like I hated yeah. it. They I wasn't learning anything. But I had this one cool dude tatted up. I had a fucking faux hawk, a fucking, you yeah. know what I'm saying? With the gel up, he's some guido dude, but he was teaching history and he's like, our last and final assignment was a opinion-based paper, what was this country founded on? And I wrote all about greed and how um, imperialism mm-hmm. is a word that is um, misused a lot in our history because we are just greedy bastards founded by this taking over shit that we want for luxury yeah and not i feel 
like true luxury is comfortability and, com- and understanding comfortability um, can remain. You're not going to lose that. You don't have to keep on getting more and more and more. Yeah. So are you then not a fan of capitalism? Depends how people are defining it. I feel like there's so many signals behind it now. Yeah. So like what... So then, what do you? I don't want to get in politics. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like I, I'm a smart dude. I'm a real smart dude. Yeah. I can stand my own two feet in any conversation. But that's one thing. I just feel like I'm one person. I don't think I have the right platform to speak on it. I don't feel comfortable yeah. at times speaking on it because if I do say the wrong thing in the wrong nature, without maybe it doesn't have the right intent, or maybe it had the right intent and came out the wrong way, um, stays on the internet forever. Yeah. Absolutely. And I will say this in uh, broad terms, I'm for the people, man. I'm just always for the people. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll deviate from politics and we'll get a little go, bit back. Go back to everything. Get a little back into you. So, like, give me kind of just, like, a brief rundown, right, of, like, a typical, like, photo shoot and, like, like the editing process that, like, follows... You know, like, what does this all entail, and, like, how long, like, after, like, a photo, like, how long does a photo shoot take, and then, like, how long do you take on editing, like, that, that kind of... When you ask me questions, man, it's not, I take everything, like, so literal, I'm, like, thinking about every detail, so when I think something out, I'm just like, oh, shit, what about this, this, and that? Uh, A simple answer to that is, and I'm actually, like, making a TikTok to this, shout out to TikTok. (laughs) TikTok's a great fucking app right now, but... I'm actually gonna make a TikTok to the process of a shoot, a conceptual shoot. And when I first start to shoot, um, if I have a model that knows what she wants, we start with a mood board. Mood board takes, uh, mood board consists of colors, um, poses, locations, outfit styles, anything you want to um, display in your shoot once you're like curating it and putting it together. So um, if we already know the locate a location, like location scouting or already know of a location um we jump right into the shoot shoot if i know what i want and what i want to get out of the location probably like an hour hour and a half <laughs> if i know there's so much more to be used i could be there like three hours to be honest especially yeah. if i'm in a studio like it could be this like two looks i'll be in there for like two hours it's perfecting i might see a crease like get the steamer on that especially when it comes down to fashion stuff like that, this gets down to detail. But if it's something simple, probably like a one to two hour window of shooting. And then after, when it comes down to editing, I used to like edit a lot of pictures, but now this like no quality over quantity. Mm. I feel like that's what I'm known for most days is this quality. So um, I just deliver probably like 20 plus pictures an hour, probably 25 plus pictures an hour. You edit 25 pictures an hour. No, that's what I deliver per hour for a client. So, oh, okay. okay. Um, Editing-wise, bro, it depends if I was going to say, holy fuck, you were telling me that one photo oh, took yeah, 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Two different um, things. So to edit all the pictures, I'm going to say 25 pictures. I'm going to say two hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's like going through all the imperfections, editing. If I'm also doing, like, skin retouch. I mean, it all depends on, like, what I'm shooting, of course. But mm-hmm. I want to say, like, two hours if I'm in the zone. My zone is usually, like, black coffee, 3 a.m., listening to, like, Party Next Door the weekend. Like, <laughs> and my feelings, like, wanting to, like, text an ex-girlfriend or, like, tell her to come over. But I know I have work, so I'm like, <laughs> that's my zone. <laughs> Go on Twitter, like, see my tweets at, like, 2, 3 That late-night vibe, bro. It gets deep. Yeah. 
Dude, late night. That's honestly, I had to delete Twitter. I still watch it like, like, like a year like, and a half I'm like turtle. Dude, I had to delete that shit. Late night Twitter, cause I'm a, I'm, I'm just. It gets like, freaky too, bro. It, dude, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's like remember uh, as like a kid, like um, like how HBO used to like it was like after hour specials or something like that. Oh yeah. Like fucking weird shit would just be on <laughs> yeah. TV. Like weird shit, and it's like that's kind of like where Twitter got to the point where it's like. You can fall into a rabbit hole of just like a deep, dark, depressing like thread, and then next that's thing you know, life, you're yeah. just like everything else is like that's wrong with your life is now like out, and you're just like in your bed, you're like so much relatable shit. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so much. And you want to sleep, and you're just like in that like loophole of just like yeah. Stuff. I had to, I had to get, I had to step away, bro. I had to. And honestly, year and a half, it's probably about a year and a half since I deleted Twitter. Mm. Great. 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 So much better. So much, that that app, I'll never re-download it. I don't think so. Really? I'm done with it. Reddit? Reddit's where it's at. Reddit gets deep. I don't know too much about Reddit, but like the stuff I've seen on there. See, I like Reddit because I feel like you have so much more control or customizing what you see. Really? I didn't even know. I, I just think thought it was... My take on Reddit is it's a fucking... The Matrix of dark stuff <laughs> I've like seen so much shit about like people dying at Disneyland and like the Disney park crew like getting away with it and stuff like that look at that shit bro if you ever get a chance like I, I'm a like I'm a Disney fan I remember reading this thread of like people like this grandma dying at Disney World yeah. like next to a ride and nobody knew about it because it's like escorted her out what the hell? Bro, there's so much dark stuff on Reddit. Sorry I had to switch the subject up, but it's like... Yeah, what? <laughs> now, <laughs> now if there's like... There's now like, I'm going to have to go dive into Reddit. Yeah. Reddit gets deep. Because I've been just like looking at my Van Dwellers page like practically every day. Van Dwellers like living out of a van? Yeah. I was thinking about that, That's what I want to do, man. That's what I wanna do. That's, I want to do. That might be something I'm doing like the next, I want to say like two years. Yeah, dude. My go- so like I graduate... Like next year is my last year, and when I graduate, I'm gonna sell the car I got right now, um, get some money off of that, and then whatever I got in my savings at the time, I want to get a Ford Transit and you know build it up into like the Sprinter vans. You know what I mean? I got a whole, I got, I got it all laid out. I'm gonna take the podcast on the road, man. For for like a couple months, just like drive around the United States, find interesting people, and be like, "Hey, that's when (laughs) hop in." (laughs) That's when you'll find your soul. Yeah. And once you find your soul and you're comfortable with that, I think oftentimes things happen for a reason. Of course, in life, Um, whether it be like the big guy in the sky or like the stars or something, I think there's something something bigger. But I think once you find your soul Mm -hmm. um, and comfortable with that, you will also have a love interest coming in your life and that's when you're blessed to like continue a relationship and to build a family and like continue your yeah. life and I think like that aspect of life you know like at least for me isn't like I'm not like I'm not set on that you know what I mean like if it's like my answer to people like you know like you want to have family when you I'm like dude I'm 21 right like, if it's in the cards within the next, like, 10 years, it's in the cards. Like, I had this conversation with a girl last night. Yeah. We were talking about uh, relationships and stuff. Not between me and the girl, but just in general. Yeah. And um, I think oftentimes when younger generations of guys say they don't want a relationship yet, 
they automatically are given the stigma of being a player. Mm. But I think for us, this is how I feel personally. I think you might feel the same way. It's like, I'm just too busy, bro. There's so much <laughs> yeah, more I want to so do. Yeah, there's so much shit on my plate. I barely have time to, like, do the self-care for myself. Right, like, I still I can't so much care self-care. for another person right now. I want to go on vacations. As much as I do want to put my dick in a lot of more places, <laughs> I still want to, like, go out and, like, accomplish more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> But that's not the main thing I'm, I'm trying to ex- explain that It's like right. Any girl that has ever been in my life Has known like I'm on a fast pace To something Something bigger um, Whether for myself Or like I don't know Pittsburgh in general But I feel like I'm just down a path Where I need to focus And I need some me time And some alone time Some yeah. girls don't understand that Some girls do Some girls stay around Some girls leave But It's not like I'm fucking them over you know? Yeah At least you're honest Yeah At least you're honest I think one of my best like qualities when I do talk I'm like, on this podcast I haven't been quiet but in general like if you see me out I'm just head down sunglasses on don't really talk yeah but um, when I do talk I'm like brutally honest yeah I mean I honestly I think that's the best way to be like just like like I said like don't play games with me just shoot it straight and that's right. how I do it I mean I'm just like hey look listen I need no space for a relationship right now but if you want to hang around you rock with me whatever like that's cool like, I'm down for that. But I'll give you attention when I have the time to give you, like, attention. Like, don't take it as me being rude right. or being selfish. It's just I got a lot of – I'm working three jobs right now. I'm running this podcast. I'm, going to, I'm in summer school right now. I'm taking nine credits. I just got no time. Right. I literally just don't have – I barely have time to sleep and eat and work <laughs> out. You down to that, bro. You know? And it's like, just let me do my thing. It sucks when you actually – find a girl that understands that but still like not clicking I'm talking to this nurse right now yeah dying piece I yeah. met her at the club and she works a night shift and as much as mm. I stay up at night night bro she gets off at 7am you know yeah I, I can only stay up so late to like continue a conversation and, like even with that like our schedules on the weekends I always have shoots on the weekends and sometimes I have like to go out to a club to take a picture of somebody or like um, sometimes I'm just like in a different city like in Philly or something we just don't get to meet up and now quarantine and everything happens so yeah tough times bro weird yeah. times <laughs> honestly it's like you know I want, I've been out to the to the bar the past like two weekends you know I went to Tilden and it's like some people are like still like we gotta stay at home shut in blah 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 and then there's some people dude there's people like Tilden Tilden's crazy like Ain't nobody wearing mask up in there, bro. Oh yeah. And it, they're just, you, I mean, you know what Tilden's like. I mean, people, it is like people are just up there going ham, you know. Shout out to Tilden, but I'm still pissed. I had to pay twenty bucks even though I have a membership. Dude, right? That's fucked. Right? The, the, it was like for a donation on like Friday, Saturday. Donation, yeah. bro. And then you had to get like dumbass. I, mean, I love Tilden for the experience and everything. It's a weird place sometimes, but <laughs> I had to. Get a fucking gold token again. Like, dude, how about they try to ban hats? They try to ban Well, you know, hats. you know, like, I just found this out because I'm just a, I'm a simple guy and what I wear, like a black and white t shirt guy, black or jeans or whatever. You're not allowed to wear, like, it's like frowned upon to wear white t shirts out. Did you know that? Isn't that weird? Why? I don't know. Like a plain white t shirt? Yeah, like plain, what you're pl- wearing? Plain right white t shirt. Like, I wouldn't be able to wear this because it's so simple. 
That I can get hats too. Wait, but like at Toten, are you saying at Toten or just in, in general? In general, like in LA, bro, you can't wear like white t-shirts at all. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know why, bro. But if I were, so like you're saying that t-shirt right there. Probably wouldn't slide. But if it was in black. Probably Gucci. Good to go. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I don't know, bro. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> That's um, a, I'm glad with Pittsburgh used to be strict on rest, uh, dress codes, though. I remember flats used to be weird, but not everybody in the mother's in there. Yeah. That's like, I don't... Do you, do you, what do you think about dress codes for the bars? What do you think? I think a night out is meant to be a night out. And me, by me saying that it has to be something special, so at least have some... Like class, hips to your stuff, a little yeah. bit of class. Like a lot of people work their asses off during the week, especially in our city. That's what we live on is like work on the weekends, party. I mean, work on the weekdays, um, party on the weekends. So like dress up a little bit. If you're trying to get a girl, bro. Yeah. Smell Slide. good, look good, taste good. Like <laughs> <laughs> just keep yourself in check, bro. Like don't go out looking like a bum. Yeah. So what has been pretty much like? your least favorite project that you've worked on in this there past is, uh, like what's like what's like the one that's like burned in your memory like I'll never ever fucking do this shit again <laughs> I don't want to name names um you don't gotta name the small, names it's a small it's a small city yeah <laughs> um there's a couple instances I was working for this, I'll just say this one, I was working for this agency doing all their videos. They mm-hmm. were like, trying to be a non-profit, yada yada. But um, the guy ended up like marking up my videos. So he paid me a surcharge. I would charge him $300 for a commercial, right? Um, or promo for these businesses. He would say he was a non-profit, but he would charge these people 500. So he's taking 200 of the 500, I'm getting 300, right? Yeah. Cool split if you're getting me um, the money or whatever you're giving me the service, but it wasn't a service for me. It was a service for his business. You know, I was just making the video to put on his platform, his news platform for his nonprofit, and it's like it was fucked every time. Yeah. Every time, like the client would come to me, like, "Oh, what's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, he said he was sending you the questions for it. He said, it, like, there no communication was there. This a lot. Yeah. Of, the, a lot of things I notice in the Pittsburgh field is like there's not a lot of professionalism at all." Even as you, if you get higher, I've worked with like some big agencies as well. It's hard to find like professional people that know that they're doing it all around it. Besides like assuming, some of the craziest stories I had. Another one I was thinking about was those videos I started doing for like a hundred bucks each when I was like sixteen. Okay. Music videos. Yeah. The guy was this crazy bro. Dude was this like. <laughs> can you? He's like, can you put like a? This is like not a real thing, but he's like, can you put like a pterodactyl on this side and like breathe fire and like? You just think the most weird shit. I was like, brother, I'm not. Good. I'm not. I can't. I, you know, I need to have some pride too. But there's like some weird stuff. Yeah. Now then, all right. Flip side. What's probably what's I been think- like your favorite thing to do? Like your favorite like project that you worked on? Oh, that's but- hard. Going back to the least favorite thing, I have a lot of more stories, like fucked up stories of those like first random things. But my favorite thing to do, um, just in general field photography. I mean, what do you mean? And just like what's been like, I guess like what's what's like the one project like you know even if you've done it like you know a couple years ago, it's still like 
that was like the one you know what I mean like not like the one but it was like that that was like a fun project like, I would like to do that one all over again um I feel like my life goes in chapters um as well as my career and when I was in 8th grade depressed as fuck and watching YouTube like I said before I always knew I was gonna be I always wanted to be a big photographer in the city of Pittsburgh and last October I finally through my first gallery I waited so long to throw my first gallery the colors gallery so many people came so many people loved it I'll play the um the recap video here okay but this is when I felt like I had all my shit together and I was just happy like I had all these sponsors um but it felt good like I curated everything around colors and it was like all my work yeah you wanna turn it up yeah Second, there it goes. So I had all these sponsors. I just like felt good because I curated this whole thing. Red Bull is a big sponsor. I don't know if you saw it. But yeah. Had these booklets I sold out. These are all the Red Bull cans. So they gave me one of each color. Nice. So my boy Ranger. I just felt so much like I was just in a bliss that night because I actually got to explain my work and like I've never seen anything happen like this in the city like that was like on a random night like a random month or everything like we have um we have the art stuff in Lawrenceville you know like first Fridays or whatever right. but there's nothing like random like this see and that's like this is what I'm talking about like this kind of event I like I want a platform out there that's like, yo, like this is happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I just want to be the like the guy that's doing the events. And like, I just want people, to, even if you're not into art or anything, just like come take pictures. Yeah, get some fire pictures for the IG, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, pop some things off, meet some things, take them back, go to the club, whatever you need to do. But at least come and like show support. Let's yeah, get her going. Five three. Look at yeah. what's happening in your city. Yeah, this is cool. And then even after this, I did on a larger scale, and I did my own um, pop-up shop for the brand. Yeah. Um, the endangered youth stuff. Where'd you, where'd you do the pop-up shop at? That, uh, my boy Cody Baker hooked me up downtown, um, and um, it was right in the Beacon creative space. Okay. Let's see if I can bring it. Um, so this is like for the clothing brand, and I wanted, it was around the Valentine's Day theme. And I just wanted to look dope, I just wanted it to be a vibe, and that's what, I mean, it ended up being that. This is a camcorder, by the way. This is dope. I like, I like the, the old style film. This is like my soul, if I describe my soul, it'd be like dark times like this, like night times. The that's late on my yeah. yeah. That's definitely me. So it was just like displaying my clothes, but people also came and like turned out. See people taking pictures. Some bad things came through, bro. I had a threesome that night. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. <laughs> that was a great night. Yeah. <laughs> 
It looks like the teddy was also getting some action that night. I sold that teddy bear, bro. <laughs> I'm probably gonna save that story for another interview. I sold that teddy bear. The teddy bear was like 400 bucks. I'm still in debt from this. <laughs> it was like such a waste, bro, and I couldn't return it. It came in like this package with like half this couch. Yeah. I opened it up with a knife, and knife ended up going fly because there's so much pressure with the bear. This, bro, this bear is from that wall to that wall. I'm not lying. <laughs> Has anybody thrown that bro? That shit's 12 foot tall. Dude, I remember uh, in high school, I bought one of those like big fucking bears for the girl I was dating at the time. Same thing. I like I got this Amazon package, and it was like a little fucking box, you know, like just like a standard size box. And then I cut it up in the box, and I'm like looking at the teddy bear. I'm like. It's like all packed down. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of what, what right. shit says? And then I cut the bag open. It's like, yeah, it was vacuum sealed. Right. Like, all of a sudden, like, there's like, a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm staring at was, this. I'm staring at this like eight foot teddy bear. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do with this now? <laughs> that event, bro. I'll probably save save the stories for another day. But that event, bro, I have so many stories. Like that bear, I was about to sell it, and then everybody was like, actually wanting it. I was like, maybe I'll keep it. Even the mannequins I use there, I don't know if you saw in the video, there's a mannequin I hot glue gun as an art piece. Um, yeah. A bunch of candy hearts on it. Okay, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do with it after. This started looking like my head. <laughs> bro, I was just trying to like is it, set the vibe. Is it in your room right now, like nah, candy bro. slowly <laughs> just like melting off of it. The next day, it was actual Valentine's Day. Okay. And it was, I fell on a Friday, I left it outside and I put um, with it, um, take a picture with it, follow, at endangered youth, um, hashtag at um, luster love, like mm -hmm. for the collection and everything. And I'm getting a bunch of followers from it. Like I gained like a hundred followers that day. Yeah, and I left the mannequin out in Market Square. I don't know if you've ever been in Market Square. Right? Yeah. It's small, but I just left it there. <laughs> I don't know how they got rid of it. The mannequin was probably a, like 150, 175 bucks. I can't remember. But it was a nice mannequin. Like the ones they actually use in the store, like you see in Old Navy. Yeah. And yeah. Just said fuck it. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do with that. I don't know. <laughs> bro, right now, even the bear, bro. You you own a clothing brand. You have two clothing brands. You put your clothes it's on storage. it. It's storage. <laughs> like, it's storage. So, like, I don't have a storefront. It's, like, it's also transporting that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't like asking people favors to help me move stuff. But right now, I'm working with, uh, like, a two-door Mercedes coupe. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I don't I really have room for me in that thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm driving a sports car and I can't even fit like a mannequin in it so yeah. like, I don't know what to do with it <laughs> I just got rid of it you, I can just see you just like driving around with this man can got all these like candy hearts on it I, I was like, like a blonde wig on it <laughs> they went up her legs too and she had the, like the thong on because I sold thongs and t-shirts at the event but the I kept on thinking I was at the airport I was like okay everything like I said it was a hectic weekend I was like oh, everything okay oh shit that mannequin's like, what if they knew I put it there? Like, everybody knew I had that big event there. Somebody's going to say something. Yeah. So thank God I'm away in L.A. this weekend, so they can't, like, ask me about it. Right. I went back Monday, and I didn't see the mannequin anywhere, so... Fuck it. All good. Had to go somewhere. All good. Some dude probably just picked it up was like, the fuck's this? Dude's so, probably just, like, picking and eating it. <laughs> Birds were just on it, attacking the That's thing. That's what I think. <laughs> 
clothes are off of it. Head's missing. It's just mangled. It's a mangled mess. <laughs> There's candy hearts laying all over the place. You see some homeless dude downtown, like, cuddling it. <laughs> sniffing the pan. So then... Alright, so we've taken a break from social media. We've done some self-care. I know you got... You were showing me a bunch of stuff you have ready to, you know, post and stuff. So what... What what do you uh, what's your plans then for this year like the rest of this year like what what what's your goal like what are you what are you trying to achieve this year I guess I need to explain I think this is one of the first steps this podcast itself I need to explain um, the person behind the art I don't mm-hmm. put a lot of personality in what I do um, because I'm naturally introvert but also um, to keep on building the brand and personifying it rather it, it I like the quality over quantity I always like hiding under the radar with this letting my work speak for itself but mm-hmm. I also um, know that I can go further if I show people some of me because I feel like sometimes I can be exciting sometimes I'm just like fucking weirdo and a loner <laughs> um, but yeah this the overall goal with the brand this year is to give it more personality and with doing um, and in doing that this posting a bunch of content like tutorials vlogs behind the scenes of photo shoots mm-hmm. um, um, traveling vlogs like, I travel a lot but I just don't want it to be corny stuff like hey guys this is me traveling like it's very cinematic stuff I have short film <laughs> planned um, with a clothing brand Vandals and I drop like every other month I want to say um, maybe every two months okay. so keep on doing drops with them for endangered youth um, I have a bunch of collections in the vault right now that I want to release and just like waiting on the right time. I just don't want it to fly under the radar since everything else is like at all time high right now. Um, the clothing brands, yeah, have a lot of play with that. Um, short films. I just want to like monetize myself to the best ability, like do more YouTube. YouTube's going to be big the rest of the year. TikToks are going to be big. Yeah. I just want to be the biggest male influencer in the city. Um, I don't like the stigma behind influencer, but I feel like there's no male influencers in the city, so I just want to be that. I just want to be the best me while doing that. Yeah. I just want to be big in the city, man. I just want to do it the right way, too. I just don't want to, like, do it off a cloud or something. I just want to... I want people to know, like, I went through this and I've been putting the work in for a while. And, like, I've been through right. triumphs, both, like, both with career and personally to, like, get somewhere in life. Right. Yeah. A lot of big plans. I just want to make it big on a national level, too, but I think it will come. Yeah. Well, DC, it's been an honor. It's been a privilege, yeah. my man. A lot of good talks, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for stopping by the stoop today. Uh, please give yourself a shout-out. That way people know where to find all your content and everything. Right? Gotcha. Um, it's your boy, DC. You can follow me anywhere at D-E-V-O-N-C-O-L-E-B-A-N-K. Yeah. Is that it? Dope, man. I appreciate you for stopping by the stoop again uh, to our audience that's out there listening uh, make sure to use the promo code with uh, follow the tree ride the vibes it's stoop legends with a Z uh, to get your discount on those CBD products really good stuff like I said been using it myself been helping out with my ACL surgery and the CBD oil has been helping uh, regulate my sleep with my uh, insomnia condition uh, really good shit um, owner, owners are true true bro um so yeah make sure you use that uh 
the promo code and uh, make sure you follow us on IG and smash uh, that like button. What's smash, that? Smash, smash that, that like button. button. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, smash it, share it. You know, like come on. There's no reason why we shouldn't be. Uh, why we should be listening. This takes a couple seconds. Yeah, it's alright. But uh, this is your host, Mike. We We're the, the legends, legends of the stoop. stoop. We're here to advocate, stoop. educate, and inspire society. Stoop. Coming at you live from the south side. Make sure to tune into our website at www.legendsofthestoop.com. Use the hashtag on all social platforms. Stoop. Hashtag Stoop <laughs> Legends. We the legends of the Stoop. Coming at you live. Right here in Southside. www.legendsofthestoop.com.